Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today is our listener response show for the June questions of the week. We're going to read through some of your responses and let you know what we think. So the first one here was from our Brokeback Mountain episode. It's, what are your favorite movies about living a double life? On Instagram, Justin357 said, The Departed and Batman, The Batmans. Wait, what? Yeah. The Batmans? Batmans. Oh, okay. So just a typo. <laughs> just, okay. just a typo. <laughs> Got it. Okay. My, my bad. <laughs> Got it. Um, and a, a deep cut is Belle de Jour. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. Belle de Jour. Great. That one. Oh, that's, yeah. It's, it's on Max right now if you want to check it out. Is it? Yep. Okay. And then on Facebook, Eric says, do you consider undercover cop films double lives? Of course we do. Absolutely. Um, if so, The Departed is a good one. Tom says, true lies and Batman Begins. Didn't think about True Lies. Yeah, yeah True geez. Lies is a wonderful example. Right. Dude. Like, that whole movie is based on that. Exactly, yeah. And it's almost like, you know, within... Oh, wow, yeah. Tr- yeah, True Lies. Good right. choice. And uh, Finn Gibbons says, If superhero alter egos count, then since it has just released and is amazing, the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Awesome. Um, I'm seeing that on Tuesday, everybody. Nice, so, man. actually... I saw this yesterday from the day this came out. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure I thought it was great. Yes. Um, They also say Infernal Affairs is one of the best. Tony Lung. How do you say it? Tony Lung? I think it's Tony Lung, yeah. Tony Lung is amazing. Yeah. um, And I had just watched Chungking Express right before Finn, um, like, you know, answered the question. And yeah, uh, obviously, like, Infernal Affairs um, is... It's it, you definitely I mean, have to see it. If you liked The Departed, you have yeah. to watch it. I mean, know? there's a reason both these were mentioned. Yes. I mean, they're the same movie technically, right? right. But man, um, Will Anderson says Fight Club, The Usual Suspects. Also, isn't the rumor Crash got Best Picture because of its ties to Scientology? <laughs> yeah. so that's uh, that's the callback from our <laughs> one episode. Yes. But, uh, well, yeah. I mean, Paul Haggis. Uh, like left the church of Scientology. So um, I don't know if, if like they were helping him out while he was still there or what I, I would hope that like the Academy didn't kowtow to the church of Scientology, you know, but who the hell knows what goes on behind the scenes, you know, who knows, but he did mention fight club and usual suspects. So um, yeah, those are good ones too. Um, What do you got for this, Dave? Uh, For living a double life. I have Vera Drake. Oh, um, yes. You know, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Uh, obviously, one of the greatest movies ever made. Yeah. See our um, episode on it. Yes. Um, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Okay. Um, yeah. Whether there's even the slightest bit of truth in that movie or book, I don't know. <laughs> but it's a really good story nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And then Zodiac I okay. put on there because, I mean, Arthur Lee Allen, we're pretty sure he's the Zodiac, but we don't know for sure. Right. Robert Graysmith makes a real compelling case. And obviously they, all the cops thought that they had their man, but you know, we don't know, but like he was living yeah. a life as a factory worker and you know, there we are. Double life, man. Yes. I put uh, down, or did you have more? I had boys don't cry was my last one. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Yep. I picked a couple, I got cruising down on here. <laughs> oh yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And a history of violence. Oh, Although, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not really living a double life. I guess that's moving on from your past life in a way. But you're still pretending that something yeah, didn't right? happen. You're still pretending. Yep. So, and then, I mean, on TV, there's great characters, too. I right. Mean, I, I, Breaking Bad, Dexter. Yeah. Like, Obviously. The whole yeah. shows are based around that. Right. 
The next question is from our Hellbent episode. It's, what are your favorite slasher films that don't involve Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, Letterface, <laughs> Jason Voorhees, Ghostface, or Pinhead? I can't even <laughs> say this sentence. Yeah. It's just so stupid. I love it. <laughs> I remember when you suggested this. I was like, let's tack on a few more names. And yes. we like, even made it worse. <laughs> um, so on Facebook, Tom says... Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Does great, that count as a great. slasher? Absolutely. Yeah, you can count that. Yes. Man, what a hidden gem I know. of a movie. That movie it rules. It is so funny. Yes. And it takes every horror trope you've ever seen and flips it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, everybody check that one out for right. sure. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, and Finn chimed in and said, Happy Death Day was a fun slasher to watch. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I never saw the second one. I didn't see the second uh, one either. The first one was... It was good, right. but I didn't love it. Right. Erica Yoder chimes in and says, The original Black Christmas, and I was surprisingly entertained by Happy Death Day. Those are the first two that come to mind. I love that Erica brought up uh, Black Christmas because that that is, um, that's a movie that, that I feel like everyone should not watch at Christmas. Um, but, you know. <laughs> With the family? Exactly, yeah. yeah. You can bring home the magic of, of Black Christmas on home video. Um, but, yeah, it's... It's it's really there's a couple of moments in there that like will truly just like you know turn you white. I mean you're just like it's it's some real hair raising mm-hmm. shit. I mean there there's other stuff in the movie that that doesn't scare you because you're a modern audience, but there's moments in there where you're just like oh god that yeah. was really really frightening. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, what do you got, Dave? Uh, let's see. So um, this is a this was a hard one, I think. Oh yeah, this was an AP course. Um, so for me, I put pieces um, from 1982. Now this I've is going to be seen pieces. Uh, th- there's there's a good chance that everything I name you have never even heard okay. of uh, because some of them are just like you know I, I'll guarantee you one thing you walked past them in the video store oh like yeah. you saw the you boxes saw a million cover. times um, pieces is one of those films it's most famous for its final freeze frame shot of of its star Ian Sarah having his genitals crushed by the killer's grasp like oh. Uh, the, the killer like you know comes to life uh, for one last scare and just grabs his nutsack and like the camera goes on to Ian Sarah's face like in this rictus of you know pain okay and you hear the the, the score kick in mm-hmm. um, Blood Rage is a really fun film um, but very unpleasant obviously <laughs> uh, about a set of twins one of which commits a murder when they're 10 years old but he blames the innocent one who ends up in a mental asylum and 15 years gets out wanting revenge. Mm-hmm. You're right so far. I haven't heard of any of these. <laughs> but I'm telling you, you saw the boxes. That, that That's all I can tell you. Okay. Um, the Prowler uh, is another, like, it's this one. This one is, like, impressively made. Um, I've heard of this one. At okay, least. cool. Yeah. Um, and, like, there's Tom Savini effects in it. Now, it is cool. slow as, mal- I mean, like, you, you just will sit there. You will be bored out of your skin for mm-hmm. most of it because, like, it just moves at such a snail's pace. But, like, the kills in it are really good. And right. the chief of police is played by Farley Granger. Oh, really? Yes. You, you're just like, oh, my God, look at this. It's it's freaking the star of Rope, Farley Granger, Dude, in this crappy horror that's film. That's awesome. Um, and then uh, My Bloody Valentine is a real fun film. Almost threw that on. Yeah, you, you should check yeah. that out too, because yeah. that 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 movie's really fun. It's uh, it's it's Canadian, um, and there's a lot of great kills in it, yeah. and and there's just some some cool hangouts in the movie. Like you, you're watching them all get together in the in this bar, these bars that just don't exist anymore that mm-hmm. we don't have. Um, and then Prom Night Two 
is my other choice. Okay. Skip the first one. Just yeah. go to Prom Night 2. Read the synopsis of Prom Night on Wikipedia or something <laughs> so that you know you're not totally lost. But just skip the movie because it's boring as sin. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but watch Prom Night 2. You'll, you'll have a great time. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Good list. <laughs> Thank you. Check that shit out. Yeah. Um, I realized we didn't put... Did we put Chucky in our list? We of didn't. Exclusions? No, we didn't. So Child's Play Two might go in there. Okay. I would say. Yeah. But I think Chucky should be excluded. He deserves to be up in there. Yeah. Um. But uh. So my real list, I have Sleepaway Camp, the first one. Oh yes, yes. Um, talk about a famous ending freeze frame. <laughs> if you've seen that movie, you right. know what I'm talking about. The scream and the full image there. I mean, like, it was, when I first yeah. saw it, I was genuinely taken aback yeah. at, at the reveal. It was yeah. an utterly shocking twist ending yes. that no one expected. And there's also, like, we forgot to mention in our Witness episode that Robert Earl Jones was in that movie for just a, a minute at the train really? station. Um, he's in Sleepaway Camp, too. James Earl Jones' father. So Darth Vader's dad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, and a contemporary one, it would be like X from Ty West. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that was a great modern slasher. Yes, yes. And then uh, one from the 70s, Alice Sweet Alice. Have you seen that one? Yes, I have. Pretty good. Yeah. It's a little slow, a little bit dumb in a way, but it's very creepy. I loved the 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 box, the, uh, when I because that was another one I walked by the box a million yeah, times right? when I was a kid. There's like that mask on yes, the cover. Yes, that's the a blood. really cool yeah, image. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> Uh, but that one, that's an that's an early slasher, folks. If you're, we've mentioned a lot of early ones here, so yes. go back and watch those. All right, so now let's move to our bound episode where we said, "What are the best movies about theft?" And on Facebook, we got a bunch of responses here. Carrie says, "Ocean's Eleven, mm-hmm. Alan, The Sting, Erica, Snatch, Chris, The Sting." Um, some good ones so far, right? Um, Tom says, I've got a couple of utter greats, Inside Man, Heat, and The Sting. Honorable mentions to The Return of the Pink Panther, To Catch a Thief, and Ocean's Eleven. The Clooney version is what everyone's talking about here on Yeah. Which, definitely. The Sinatra one is nowhere near as good. No, it's not. It's it's pretty boring, really. It's actually kind of dumb. And and it's just, all it is is Sinatra and Dean Martin, like, patting waitresses on the ass and, Pretty and much. drinking and then rooms. Sammy Davis Jr. is dancing around. Exactly. Yeah. It, I mean, like, it's yeah. just them. Like, like it's an excuse for those guys to get together and smoke it and drink. Movie I know. I, oh my God. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's just a bunch of guys being paid to <laughs> hang out with each other. Uh, and then Finn says the usual suspects is the first one to pop in my mind for the most literal idea of theft. Old boy as well, though not so much about theft, but more loss. Though, if you're blaming loss on someone, you could say they stole it. It's quite that's, insightful. That's very, yeah. very awesome. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to mention The Truman Show. His life was stolen from him. Plus, it's my favorite movie of all time, so I love mentioning it. Truman Show. Beautiful. I mean, we just did Peter Weir. Yeah. And I think it's like a 25th anniversary or something right now for Truman Show. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. There, there's some anniversary happening now. Right. I don't, I don't remember what year it is. That's how old I am now. <laughs> right. <sighs> uh, uh, Finn... Um, okay. Yeah, we, we agree with that. That's great insight. I mean, yeah, and I, I love the old boy was put on there because, yeah, like like when you steal someone's life from them, that's stealing. That's true. That's theft. So, that's yeah. That's theft. 
Um, what do you have, Dave? Um, well, uh, Tom stole a couple of mine. Yeah, uh, so I, all I, of mine have been listed. Exactly. To, so I had to throw a couple extra in. I, I love Inside Man is is so underrated. I mean, Heat gets a lot of love because it's an all-time great movie. But yeah. like Inside Man, if you watch that, I mean, it is like, it is a thrilling film. Yeah. Um, and it's also a, a callback to, like, it's kind of Spike Lee's tribute to New York movies in the 70s. I mean, like the score yeah. is is just full on like Joseph Sargent stuff, and yeah. I am always in the mood to watch it because it, it, it is it's a gripping mystery and it's also well acted. It's got just tons oh, yeah, of great man. people you in it. Can't go wrong with it. I mean, and Spike Lee's an amazing filmmaker. Right. And it's a great New York movie too. Um, I also love Thief, Michael Mann's Thief. Uh, is that James Caan? Yes. I've never seen it. Dude, there's, I mean, it's a great movie all the way through. That's what I've heard. But Robert Prosky is kind of the hidden star of the movie. He plays like the the crime boss in Chicago that that uh, James Con is reporting to, and like James Con has this amazing like, uh, well, Lenin would have been pr- proud of uh-huh. of his like uh-huh. labor rant at the end of it. <laughs> it's it's like Marxist Leninist uh, like almost like textbook here workers unite yep. and it's just fantastic to listen to. Yep. Um, I also like the friends of Eddie Coyle, Robert Mitchum. It's from the seventies. Okay. Excellent movie. One. Great Boston movie. Uh, point break, obviously. Oh man. How did I not think of point break? Yes, dude. Yes. Great. Ah. I mean, you know, I, I, I just love the idea of like, uh, ex president masks, uh, mm-hmm. being employed to, to, to rob banks. Yeah. Um, Jackie Brown, uh, a lot of people's favorite Quentin, Tar- Quentin Tarantino film is Jackie Brown. Yeah, uh, it's with kind of reason. his most subdued out of all of them. And I just the 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 romance between Pam Greer and Robert Forster is like I mean just amazing chemistry it's between great. the two actors. Yeah, uh, Baby Driver is a more recent example. Um, great movie. Yes, John Hamm in that is phenomenal. Uh, just a tremendous bad guy. Yeah. You know? And then Rogue One came up, you know. Yeah, Rogue One. You know, fantastic. I mean, got to steal the plane. Exactly. You know, and and like obviously a tragic ending, but it ends with one word: hope. And we we yep. know, you know, that yeah, things are looking up. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love seeing Star Wars on these things. It's uh-huh. great. Um, I picked man. Like everyone took all these awesome ones. I had Heat, Ocean's Eleven. I also had Italian Job. It's a pretty good heist movie oh yeah and dog day afternoon i mean they're robbing the bank of course right? so that counts you know it's it's almost <laughs> like a proto uh lock stock and two smoking barrels because like yeah. I, I love the moment where al pacino like it's tells everybody it, it, oh it's not as funny no but like montana it's, <laughs> I, I love I love when he gets the gun out of of the of the flower yeah, box yeah, and he's dude. like he's like really awkward about it and uh-huh. he's dropping shit. Um, yeah, it's and he's like everybody oh, be cool. It's a robbery, you know. It's like, uh, dude, you, you're not convincing it's anybody. So good, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, and then Die Hard. Oh my goodness! Yes, that. yes, that's right. Hans Gruber was stealing shit. Yeah, man. Carl is there, you know, <laughs> with his Amish hat and everything. <laughs> Go back to witness last week, everybody. Uh huh. Um, okay, so now let's go to Hedwig and the Angry Inch. What are your favorite movies about betrayal? Um, on Instagram, One Life says all about Eve. That is a fantastic one. I didn't My God. think of I, that, uh, what and I was freak- like, man, that movie is so good. Yeah, who brought All About Eve in there? One Life on Instagram. Oh, my goodness. Well, One Life, that is one hell of a choice, yes. <laughs> true it is. Yeah, Jeez. true. Um, on Facebook, Finn uh, gave us a bunch of good stuff here. He said, In the Mood for Love oh my is goodness. one that comes to mind. Yes. 
how two people are brought together because of the betrayal of their other half. No doubt. They don't get together even when they're clearly falling for each other because they don't want to be like their own partners. Wow, man. Yeah. Man, Finn writes in some awesome insights here. I mean, yeah, it's given wonderful. anything in time you can bring um, up Wong Kar Wai stuff, yeah, no doubt. Oh, yeah. And as a side note, I'd like to shout out Stephen Chow and Shaolin Soccer, one of my favorite movies with the betrayal at the start. I'm, I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, right. So uh, we'll have to check that out. For for my picks, um, The Godfather Part 2 came to mind. Oh, man, I had that too. With yeah. Yes, and yeah. everything, yeah. I threw on Star Wars Episode 3. Anakin okay. betrays the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> kind of stupid, but... Fair I mean, enough, you yeah. Know, he does he, kill younglings. He does, yeah. That's pretty big betrayal. Yeah. And, and a more serious answer, get out. Okay, I had get out as well. You did? Yeah. Oh, um, that makes me happy. Yes. Um, I mean, the way he's so lured into this false safety and the woman he's in love with just instantly turns into a monster right which she's been the whole time right um and they've they've betrayed a whole i mean they've betrayed they him. betray a whole race of people exactly yeah, yeah. And, they, and they're just stealing their lives yeah. and you know like it's uh yeah that that movie that movie gets more disturbing as the years go on you know yeah. I, I haven't watched it since it came out right and uh i need to watch it again dude it's so scary I've gotta watch it again yeah the more you think about it i know the more upsetting it is, and and there's there's images in it that, that will just stick with you forever, like like the guy sprinting toward the camera at nighttime, like when he when it's just outside and yeah. he's like like Daniel Kaluuya is outside having a cigarette, and the guy just come like the the uh, just comes comes sprinting toward the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there's something about that that's really unsettling to me, and I, I you know, <sighs> dude, yeah, great oh, great man. movie, dude. Um, what do you got then? Um, let's see. I had obviously Get Out, and I had Godfather Two as well. And I wanted to ask you: Do you mean that like uh, Fredo's betrayal of like you know uh, giving away Michael, or Michael's betrayal by killing Fredo? You know what? I didn't think about it both ways. Mm. I was thinking more of Fredo, what Fredo did. Okay. But yeah, Michael totally betrays him. Yeah, because I mean, I believe Fredo, and I think you do too. I think we talked about it, that they, you know, I didn't yeah. know it was a hit, Mike, you right. know. Um I I think that he just wanted to scratch out a living for himself yeah. and not always just be the guy who picks people up from the airport. Right. Um so yeah, uh but uh, I'm glad we both had Godfather that, 2 on now there. Now I'm thinking about it the other way and like, man, yeah, babe, it's a great pick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's full of betrayal. Um I have There Will Be Blood. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, uh, I've abandoned my boy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and, and he does. Um, and Chinatown. I have them because I, I've always, it's always bothered me the way Jake Giddis betrays Evelyn, you know, by yeah. like not being, I mean, he does try to save her, but he betrays her by slapping her, yeah. you know, in, multiple times you know and and even like threatening to give her away to the police when he finds out that that you know well he doesn't know fully what what's the deal with with her daughter right. you know yeah um and obviously john houston's uh, betrayal of his daughter uh by doing what he did mm-hmm. and, and is betraying the people of los angeles by stealing the water supply yeah movie's full of betrayal obviously. yeah but it's pretty full <laughs> yeah <laughs> chinatown is not really a happy movie it's not um <laughs> I also had uh, L.A. Confidential, 
and um, Train Spotting, and a movie I watched recently, The Last Seduction. Did uh, you talk about The Last Seduction on the show? I, I don't remember if I did or okay, not. I don't, I don't um, think you did. I had seen it previously, but I, I hadn't seen it for a long time, and okay. then I watched it again recently, and man, what a great movie, first of all. Uh, but yeah, it, that, that's another movie that's full of betrayal. Like it's pretty much all, every scene there's betrayal in it. Yeah. Um, but, and I wanted to mention too, um, it, this could have been in the theft category or in the betrayal category is the taking of Pelham one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not seen the taking of Pelham one, two, three, Joseph Sargent's film from 1974. I was going to say which version, cause they remade it. Yeah. Let, let's I've just never seen the new one. Let's pretend the remake never happened because okay. <laughs> it's absolute. It's just a pile of shit. Okay. And, um, you know, John Travolta had that infamous moment of lick my bunghole motherfucker. That, that that was a line in the movie that he says. Did he improv that? I can't. Um, I, any. I, Who would what, write that what down? What screenwriter would put that, would type that into their, I mean, uh, you know. I guess the kind of person who would, I don't know. I mean, geez, I would hate to have been the credited screenwriter screen on that play by Beavis. I mean, Jesus Christ, that is some really, that's a shit line. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, but, but see the original version with, with, uh, with Walter Matthau and Robert Shaw. Yeah. And, uh, and then watch Inside Man and watch where Spike Lee, you know, got a lot of ideas. Yeah. Um, it's a New York, it's a great New York movie. It's a great theft movie. It's a great betrayal movie. And like the, the music, the musical choices in Inside Man are taken almost like, it's like taking a Pelham one, two, three music. Yeah. It's great. Dude. Yeah. So good. Um, and I just thought of another one actually, like in the, the Matrix, there's an awesome betrayal. Joe Pantaleano. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He betrays the whole crew on the ship and right. kills almost everybody. Yeah. And he uh, does it because he's sick and tired of doing this shit. He wants to go back to his normal existence. He knows that steak is not real and he doesn't care. Yeah. Because ignorance is bliss. <laughs> <laughs> it's an aw- It's a great betrayal and you understand why he's doing it. His motivations yeah. are very understandable. Yep. You know, very um, clear, very understandable. Exactly. I, I kind of enjoy living in the Matrix, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm, I'm having a burger I'm having later. I'm fun doing it right now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> well, that wraps it up, folks. Thanks again for all your responses. It, it's been awesome. Dave and I love these shows because we get to talk about dozens of movies at once instead of just you know, one or two every week. Yeah, exactly. So keep them coming. Um, Dave, why don't you let everyone know where they can reach us? Yes. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Look for dudes on movies and our at, uh, email address is dudes on movies, gmail.com. Yep. And stay tuned until next month. When we do July's questions, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. Yeah.